Thank you for joining Tanya J. Wright. I am your host, Tanya J. This podcast is centered around how to relate our life to God. Welcome back to Tanya J. Wright. I'm your host, Tanya J. And today I want to talk about how much Jesus loves you. We live in a time where people are always questioning God's motive and always trying to paint him in a negative picture. But what he wants everyone to know is that he loves them. If you consider John 3:16 it says for God so loved the world that he gave his only begotten son that whosoever believes in him shall not perish but have everlasting life and if you have ever taken the time to read your Bible for yourself, you can see over and over scripture that just lets you know how much he cares for you. And when people question God, it's because they don't know, they don't understand. They never have taken the opportunity to find out what does God say about his love toward us? Because most people understand love to be conditional, what they've experienced, and never giving God the opportunity to tell you how much he loves you. And one of the greatest disservices that we do to God is not understanding that he loves us because he created us. He loved us before we even were on the earth. He says in Jeremiah that while you were in the womb, I knew you and called you. He knew the plan that he had set for you. And he knew that his love was unconditional towards you. And we get our parental lives mixed with the godly life because it's how we behave that determines if we get a whooping or not. But God loves us because of who we are, not because of what we do. And see, in um, 2 Peter 3, 9, he gives us a, a great illustration of you know, what that love means, what that love looks like. And it's incredible to me that we never really just really hear God's heart and say, oh yeah, he really loves us. So second Peter three, nine says that the Lord is not slack concerning his promise as some count slackness, but God is long suffering toward us not willing that any man should perish, but that all should come to repentance. See, the condition of his love is his love, right? But the condition of salvation is repentance and a belief that Jesus Christ died for your sins and God raised him from the dead. That's salvation, 
Believe in your heart that Jesus Christ is Lord and God raised him from the dead. He died for your sins. God raised him from the dead. That's the only condition of salvation. And let me retract and say this. Repentance even isn't required to be saved. It is believing in your heart that the Lord Jesus died for your sins and God raised him from the dead. Because you make confession with your mouth. And you believe in your heart. That is all salvation is. And with a repentant heart, it draws you to him because then you understand. I'm not going to pass this gift up because this is what Jesus did for me. So I'm going to accept salvation because he brought this salvation to me. And um, I really want to hit home with you understanding how much God loves you. So I'm going to read um, Romans chapter 5. And this is verse 6 through 8. He says that, For when we were still without strength in due time, in due time Christ died for the ungodly. He said, For scarcely for a righteous man will one die. Yet perhaps for a good man, someone would even dare to die. But God demonstrates his love toward us in that while we were yet sinners, while we were still sinners, Christ died for us. And that's a big statement. That is a huge statement. And not one place in that scripture that I just read to you is a condition of what you have done. He loves because he loves. And if you ever read the Bible, it never states that Jesus, I mean, that God has grandchildren. We are all his children and he loves us. Otherwise, he would not have created us. He loves you. you see and it's easier for us to gravitate toward his love when it's a human being right so someone comes up to you and they say I just want you to know that God loves you or they give you a word of encouragement or they point something out to you that you would not have seen as God loving you But he uses so many people to come into our lives that we encounter to express his love to us so that we can understand he does love us. Yes, he does see us. Yes, he does give us reminders so that we know that we are loved by him. And it is the trick of the enemy to say that he doesn't love us when something bad happens in our lives. We instantly say, well, God, why did you do that? God, why did you let such and such pass? Why did this person have to die? Why did this have to happen to me? And never taking into account, first of all, that there's a very real enemy that's trying to kill, steal, and destroy. Anytime there's killing, stealing, and destroying, those are the works of the devil. That is not God. John 10.10 says that he came to give you life and to give you life more abundantly. So when these bad things are happening, God is not the one using his hand to raise it up and strike us. That is not God. God demonstrates 
so much love to us because he sends those people into our lives. He sends parents and sisters and classmates and friends and aunts and uncles and grandparents and teach people who can give us encouragement and give expression to what God is doing. They share with us some of the thoughts and feelings that God has for us, but then in the event that someone dies, we can't blame God because we really don't have ownership of those individuals. And instead of being grateful for the time that we had with those people, we just get mad at God. We blame him. And then we walk away. Now you met for 20 years because someone passed. And not once did you say, Lord, thank you for the time that I had with such and such. I'm so glad they were in my life for whatever reason and season they were in my life. And that includes parents, because if we hold on to things as if we own them, that's where the disappointment comes in is because you think you own them. You do not own them. They all belong to God. And the Bible says it is appointed once for man to die. We never know when someone's expiration date is, but I can guarantee you this, God is not shooting down people. Sometimes God is trying to get someone to listen to his voice. Don't do this. Don't do that. Don't go that way. And then they encounter some type of calamity. But see, we will never know what could be avoided because that was their story to walk out. That was their life to walk out. And so I want you to understand that seeing the good in God, seeing the love that God has you, has for you, that is of greater value. You know, a lot of people quote 1 Corinthians 13, and then they don't understand that God is operating in the same love there too because he's patient with us he's kind to us he's not envious of us he doesn't um walk up and down the street beating on his chest like yeah i love them they don't understand my love but i got all this love for them that's not the way he does it it love is not puffed up it doesn't behave rudely it doesn't seek its own it's not provoked it thinks no evil Um, It doesn't rejoice in iniquity, but rejoices in truth, bears all things, believes all things, hopes all things, and endure all things. And overall, love never fails. But you have to understand that he loves you. There is not a moment in time that you walk this earth that he does not love you. And... I want you to be encouraged and I want you to understand that God loves you. He's always loved you. He's not going to stop loving you. And anyone that tells you that God doesn't love you because of who you are, they're telling tales because he loves you. He cares for you. He's captivated by you. He wants you to understand who and what he is. But if you don't, that's still not going to stop him from loving you. You know what I mean? God loves you. God loves you. And 
Um, he will, he will tell you over and over. He will give you proof. He will send people to you, um, to let you know how much he cares for you. And then I'm going to leave you with this, um, um, scripture. It says, um, in Jeremiah 29, 11, for I know the thoughts that I think towards you, says the Lord, thoughts of peace and not of evil, to give you an expected end. Now that sounds like someone that is on your side always, all times. And the one thing I knew about God and what got me over to loving God is the song, Jesus Loves Me. You remember how it goes? It goes, Jesus loves me, this I know, for the Bible tells me so. And that statement alone had me in so much awe as a young child and being so innocent. Jesus loves me? Oh my. And that led me down the path of eventually being saved and making confession that Jesus, you are the Christ the son of the living God, I believe with all my heart that you died for me and God raised you from the dead. Come into my heart and help me live this life in Jesus' name. Amen. That is a prayer of salvation. Quick, short, to the point. Understanding that he gave his son so you could have eternal life with him. So God bless you. See you next time. I'm Tanya J. Wright. Thank you for joining today. This is Tanya J. And if you want to contact me, I'm an email away at tanyajwright at gmail.com. Hope you have a great day.